Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino. It's a holiday week, so I hope you're all enjoying your 4th of July with family, with friends, with cocktails at the beach, by the lake, by the pool, just enjoying yourself, maybe even on the couch in front of the TV. That's great with me. Uh, but I'm enjoying my holiday as well, which is why we have a throwback episode for you all today. It's my interview with Elizabeth Olsen from 2018. Now, Elizabeth Olsen, of course, is one of the Avengers, truly an A-list celebrity. She came on the podcast, one of the very first guests to ever come on Everything Iconic. It was such a thrill and delight to have her on the show. And it kind of came about because she had done this movie called Ingrid Goes West, which you haven't seen it. You need to go see it. It's about social media, and it's really funny and dark and twisted. Uh, anyway, she was doing press for that movie. And in, I think it was W Magazine, the reporter had asked her, who do you follow on social media? Who do you like on Instagram? And she's not even on Instagram anymore, but at the time she was on it and she said, Danny Pellegrino. She said, do you follow Danny Pellegrino? I got so excited to see my name in uh, in W Magazine. And I just reached out to her cold and I said, hey, I'm starting this podcast. It's called Everything Iconic. Would you come on? She was so kind, so gracious to give me some of her time. And she was an Avenger at that point. And this interview was one of the first Everything Iconic interviews to really make the news. And it was on Entertainment Tonight and E. I remember my mom calling me and saying, Dan, your show's on E. And I was so excited, although it did sound because they played the audio on all the news stations that it got picked up on. And the audio was new in my podcast. I was still learning how to do audio that sort of sounds like I'm in a tunnel or something recording because it was a phone interview. So don't judge the technology too harshly. I get it. We've come a long way on everything iconic, but I was still learning my way. Even my interview skills, I was trying to listen to just a part of it uh, to re-upload it here for you all today. And I was like almost cringing a little bit because my interview skills and the way that I record and everything has changed and we've come so far. But I thought it was still fun to look back. And and again, she was so gracious. And she talked about what ultimately became the Disney Plus show WandaVision. So on the podcast, I had asked her you know, about what she wants to do with the Scarlet Witch character. And she said... Her and Paul Bettany want to do like a sitcom thing. So this all ended up get, getting picked up by like comic book websites and stuff like that because she essentially laid out what they wanted to do for WandaVision before Disney Plus even existed. So, uh, you know, it was, it was a fascinating interview. We also talked about uh, the Olsen twins and Fuller House. And I mean, it was such a delight and it really helped jumpstart everything iconic because it, it made it so that other celebrities might want to come on. And I'm so incredibly grateful to all of you who listen and share the show. I mentioned this on social media, but uh, I recently hit over 30 million downloads of Everything Iconic, which I can't even wrap my mind around. I can't even fathom that number. It's insane. And I think back to this interview with Elizabeth Olsen. It was one of uh, the first interviews of 2018. And to think of how far we've come and so many different wonderful guests who have been on the show – 
And I'm just so, I'm so proud. And so I, I think it's fun to look back again. Don't judge too harshly on the audio because, you know, again, it sounds like I was in a tunnel or something. I'm not sure what's going on in my interview skills. I was learning. I was learning, you know, it was early on. I didn't even have the soundboard back then. So there you go. I was recording on completely different equipment. I even tried to spice up the audio. It was unspice upable. I might try to share more throwback interviews too, because I think we've had so many wonderful guests on the show. And sometimes people reach out and say, oh, you should have this person on, that person on. And I'll be like, oh, I've already had them on, but it was a different time in the podcast. And so you know, maybe we'll share some more, but it was a holiday week. And so I wanted to take a little breather. And I thought, what a good time to bring this up. Matt and I were just watching Doctor Strange 2 on Disney+. Plus. And she's basically the lead. I think she's in it even more than the Doctor Strange character. She plays Scarlet Witch. And so she's a phenomenal actress. And there's also a show that she did on, it was on Facebook. It was called Sorry for Your Loss, I believe. It's such a beautiful show. And I don't even know where you can find it now. I mean, you got to Google where you could find it. But it was like a Facebook streaming show. But again, it's so incredible. And I feel like it came and went and no one really talks about it, but it was so, so good. So I don't know, just seek it out somewhere if you want something this weekend to stream, because it's really heart-wrenching and beautiful. It's about a woman who loses someone close to her and kind of the grief process. And I I thought it was a wonderful show. So uh, with all of that said, I'm going to play my chat with Elizabeth Olsen from 2018, early in the Everything Iconic universe. Please enjoy. I want to thank ACAST. Please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're looking for a book to escape to this weekend, this holiday, uh, get my book, How Do I Unremember This? Available wherever books are sold. There's also an audio book. You can listen to it and just escape. I wanted the book to feel like a warm hug. So maybe you need a warm hug these days. Anyway, I love you all. And please, uh, without further ado, enjoy my chat with Elizabeth Olson, queen, icon, and legend. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to Quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 300 65 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but 
migrating is going to be a headache. But Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Guys, I'm here with Elizabeth Olsen from The Avengers, from one of my favorite movies of last year, Ingrid Goes West, from The Wind <laughs> River. Oh, my God. Elizabeth, I... I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'm a fan of yours. <laughs> oh my God. I die. I die. Now I have tons of, this is a pop culture podcast. We talk a lot about Bravo and, and what's going on in pop culture, but I do want to get some yeah. Avengers questions out of the way real quick. Okay. That's cool. okay. Yes, it is. Okay. So there's a lot of ladies coming into the Avengers. We have, uh, you know, Evangeline Lilly now. We have you, Scarlett Johansson. What famous ladies would you like to join the Avengers or the Marvel Universe at whole? Oh, well, I was going to say Michelle Pfeiffer, but we have her too. I cannot wait for Michelle Pfeiffer. Her performance as Catwoman is one of my favorite performances of all time. Of all time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, Who else? I would like Bonnie Hunt. I would love Bonnie Hunt. <laughs> um, she needs her own TV show again. Oh, please, don't even get me started. <laughs> um, well, if we're going that direction, then I'd be like, well, I think Rue would make a great Avenger. Uh, um, I also feel like if I answer that question, I'll be like picking favorites because yeah. like, I'm also really happy that we have like Tessa Thompson Yeah. and Kate Blanchett showed up at some point. Did you see... I just saw Black Panther the other day, finally. Did you see it? I still haven't seen it. Oh, my God. Elizabeth, you have it's to see it. It's horrible. I know. I cried my eyes out, and I don't even know why I was crying. I was just, like, overcome with how much I loved it. I'm I'm the worst 
Marvel employee. I see them when they're when they're like not in theaters, which is the only time you should see them. It's <laughs> <laughs> on catch a it. big screen with an audience. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch you can catch Black Panther at any time. I promise you'll cry. Yeah, I find I think it's like now it just kind of needs to happen over Easter weekend because it's it's silly. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and I'm excited to see Chadwick on SNL next weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Now, who? Speaking of Chadwick, who's the hottest guy in the Marvel universe? I'll tell you my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I really thought long and hard about this because I really thought Chris Hemsworth was at my top, uh-huh. but then I forgot about Mark Ruffalo. Right. So my boyfriend would say Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. and my mom would say Chris Hemsworth. Wow. So yeah. I think those are my two answers. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm definitely not picking. It's an embarrassment of riches. And when I was watching Black Panther, I'm, I was so turned on by Michael B. Jordan. And I got, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I got, I want him to be in more Marvel movies. Is he going to be? I mean, I don't think so. Spoiler okay. alert. I don't think okay. he, I don't think okay. he would, but I guess you never know if someone's. Well, I mean, he's a villain. Yeah. He was a good villain too. Yeah. I need to see it. It's really embarrassing. I haven't seen it. I mean, I saw Thor on a DVD at home. That's how long I waited. <laughs> So your character, Scarlet Witch, have you had any meetings about a solo Scarlet Witch movie? Or how far along would we possibly be in that? Uh, we are at ground zero. Yeah. yeah. Why, is, why don't we have that happening? I'm. It's definitely not something I'm pushing. And I don't know if that's something that they're going to push either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think. I think uh, Paul Bettany and I joke about having like a domestic television show on Netflix or something. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, we thought it would be, and it would just be like House of M, where yeah. um, Scarlet Witch goes um, bananas. That's what we joke about, but I don't think any of those things are happening. But I'm happy that they haven't, that I'm like still around and they still use me well, and that's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get in and out. Now, the last Avenger question I have is that in the comic books, Magneto is Scarlet Witch's dad, and Disney bought Fox, I believe. So will we get to see Magneto in these movies, or will it be referenced that you're a mutant? I don't think so, because we've gone so far to create a um, non-X-Men universe backstory for my character and like now it's the reason that I'm like connected to the vision because he, he hit the stone in his head is the stone that gave me my powers. And so we've really just kind of leaned into the stones. I feel like, yeah. Yeah. um, so I don't think so. However, if there were like a Michael Fassbender being my daddy, like crossover, I would say, yes, please. I would love to work with Fassbender. Yeah. Now, those are all my Avengers questions. So now I get to the important stuff, which is, do you watch Bravo or The Housewives? I used to. I'm not... I I keep... My best friend, Clay, who's a hairdresser, Clay Hawkins, he keeps me updated on all things pop culture because I'm I'm like an 80-year-old woman. (laughs) Um, But I very much um, loved watching... The OG Orange County. Yeah, um, I was th- that was really important to me at mm-hmm. one point in my life, and I've been since then really connected to the Beverly Hills women emotionally. But mm-hmm. I haven't seen a recent season in a couple years. Well, you know what? The recent seasons are not great, so don't even worry. Good about to it. know. Good yeah, to know. Not, okay. 
But like I've seen like all the major fights, I'm pretty sure, on Orange County and Beverly Hills. Yeah. New York, I kind of zoned out on. Atlanta, I zoned out on. Yeah. And are there more? Jersey, I never cared about. You know, there's something... Dallas is really good. It's un, it's very underrated, I think. I think uh, uh-huh. last season of Dallas was fantastic. But New York's my favorite. And New York seems to have some crazy stuff coming up. So I would... Now, did they show Jill Zarin's husband's funeral? Yeah. No, not yet. But it's in not the previews. Yet. Like, Bethany confronts Jill at Bobby's funeral. And I That's- cannot wait disrespectful it's it's a little weird it's very weird it's very weird <laughs> like You're, was that a staged event or were they actually at someone's funeral <laughs> they were i mean all we've, we've only seen the preview and it shows them outside of the funeral but it's not I mean, appropriate either kinda. way they had to get approval and like they had to set up the cameras Oh, God, it's so dark. Look, Elizabeth, it is dark, but I'm going to watch the shit out of it. <laughs> I cannot I'll wait. probably watch that, too. <laughs> I know. It's going to be good. The, the previews, there's supposed to be a big cruise that get, they get shipwrecked or something. Sonia is in a diaper. It's going to be crazy. Oh, interesting. Depends. So hmm. what do you watch? Do you watch any TV or are you more of, you know, just I've, catch movies? I've been watching TV. I watched... I rewatched Fleabag again because oh, I love so that good. show so much. And then I really loved watching The End of the Fucking World. Um, mm. I thought that was a really great show. And it's and it's like so such successful storytelling in like 22 minutes. And then yeah. I'm really into Atlanta. And I what else do I watch? I need to catch up on Atlanta. The I loved the first the season, season and I'm, I'm waiting for the new. I'm going to wait to binge it all. It's very trippy. Oh, and Queer Eye. That's oh, the only yeah. reality show I'm interested in right now is Queer Eye. And it gives me so much joy. And I packed up my entire home watching Queer Eye. Yes. Did you cry? I cried on Queer Eye. I, I almost cried last night. Um, but I also, it's one of those shows where like not many things can make me laugh out loud when I'm alone. And mm-hmm. Queer Eye does that for me. Who is your then, favorite? Um... Well, it's been it's been a journey mm-hmm. because um, what's his name? I feel like everyone has their own journey with who. What's his name from Hair? Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan. I was going to call him Josh, and that wasn't right. Jonathan. Where at first I was like, hmm, he is very loud. Mm-hmm. He has a lot to say, and it's. I don't know if it's annoying me or not. And now it's like. Jonathan's the sweetest human being and so funny and cares so much about these people genuinely. And I'm like a hundred percent on his side. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people have Jonathan journeys to tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I've been trying to get him on the show, but it hasn't worked out. Oh, that would be really fun. I think Tan is also such a sweetheart. What do you think of Anthony's cooking? Where do you stand on that? I think he does what he needs to do for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, you know, I think I think that's his goal yeah. is to just like not make things too complicated. Yeah. But I watched the fireman episode yesterday and I was just thinking, This is so weird. Why why is he in a fireman's kitchen? <laughs> like, get out. Like you don't need to be there. They're not gonna use the stove and they're not gonna use the oven. <laughs> yeah. Get out too. Get Anthony Anthony out of that kitchen. <laughs> yeah. No one needs you there. They have a microwave. They're fine. Yeah. 
When he made the hot dogs, I lost it because I just thought, <laughs> wow, this is where we're at. He's making hot dogs for firemen. Yeah. I mean, that was like one of the most objectifying episodes. And it was very funny. Yeah. For like the gaze of a, of a queer man. I liked it a lot. <laughs> totally. Now, what do you, uh, what music do you listen to? Do you, are there any good pop? Do you like a pop diva or like what kind of music are you into? I, this is where I really struggle because I'm not very good at knowing what's up. Yeah. Um, but Miley always makes me cry mm-hmm. and I think she's brilliant and I'm very team Miley, um, post twerking. Mm-hmm. And even then I was still kind of team Miley. Yeah. Um, and other than that, I'm like listening to Pandora stations at home that consist of like early jazz yeah. and, <laughs> <laughs> and like just trying to discover like, I just discovered like Elizabeth Cotton and like, I'm oh my God. not very cool. <laughs> you are an old lady and I love it. <laughs> I yeah. Love so it. That I like also like do up <laughs> like a white grandmother. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> now you said you don't really keep up on pop culture, but have you been following the who bit Beyonce story? No. Okay. So you didn't, what bite- does that even mean? So you didn't bite Beyonce. I did not, I have never been close enough to Beyonce to fight her. So there's a story. Tiffany Haddish came out with this story and said she was at a party in LA and there was an actress that, a a high profile actress that bit Beyonce. And it's been confirmed that somebody did bite Beyonce. So now everyone's asking all the, you know, prominent actresses, like, did you bite Beyonce? Did January Jones bite Beyonce? Because for some reason I feel like she bit Beyonce just out of nothing. Thing. <laughs> oh my god, no, but maybe we need to look into that. <laughs> we need to look into that. I think it was reported that maybe it was Sanaa Lathan, who, she was in Love and Basketball, which is yeah. one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, great film. Yeah. What what kind of rom, do you like rom-coms? What kind of movies do you like? I like rom-coms, and I'm also trying to like get caught up on like all the weird twisted movies that were like kind of independent from the eighties and nineties right now. And so I just watched raising Arizona sadly for the first time Mm. I should watch it. I should have seen it earlier. My next on my list is Jonathan Demi's um, something wild. Yeah. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to catch up a bit. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard. There's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot out. Speaking of independent films, I don't normally like a movie like wind river, which you were in last year. Yes, I thought you were so fucking good in it. And that movie was so compelling. What was it like making that movie? Did you like that? Did you like how it came out? Yeah, I did. I I mean, I I also was like really surprised by the response from the like general audience because it it was definitely a word of mouth movie. Like mm-hmm. people are, I'll run into someone or someone will say something to me that I who I don't know, and they'll just say, "Oh my god, that's so crazy!" My friend just told me to watch your movie yesterday, and I watched it, and it's so good, and I watched it last night. And that's the movie came out in August, so it's pretty. That's been really cool. Yeah, and that doesn't really happen often with movies. I imagine it's a little similar to Ingrid Goes West too, because I hear everyone talking about that. I mean, especially in the gay community, I feel like everyone loved that movie. That makes me really happy. I love that movie too. Yeah, those experiences were polar opposites. Wind River mm-hmm. felt like making a very like a very difficult movie to make because you were in the snow, but it was like really satisfying. And Ingrid Goes West was, like, the most logistical uh, nightmare. And I'm amazed Aubrey Plaza and Matt Spicer came out of it 
alive and with an independent spirit war. <laughs> yeah. It was so deserved. I loved it was that movie. So hard to was me. It, was it really just because of scheduling? It was like, but it was like because we had no money mm-hmm. and we like, there's like a lot of things that just went wrong that we couldn't control, like squatters on location and human feces having to be cleaned up and the Santa Clarita fire burned our set down. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just like a, just <laughs> what a nightmare. nightmare. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny though. Wow. It added to the texture of the movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. And you and Aubrey were both an, a, a, incredible in it. Thanks. I'm starting. Yeah, I'm, so I'm so nervous. so nervous. I normally talk to, like, housewives and stuff, and I'm like, this is an A-list actress. I can't believe Who's that. your favorite housewife you've talked to? Um, I, uh, Leanne Locken. Is she's um, from the, lovely. She, she's from the Real Houses of Dallas, which, like, again. Oh, never was, mind. I was thinking of the other Leanne. Which, I don't know. Oh, yeah, oh, Luann. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I would love to talk to Luann. But I liked I liked a lot of them. Uh, I talked to Brandy Glanville, who's not on the show anymore, and she was delightful because she was just so... She said Open. everything. Yeah, well, that's what she's known for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they've all been... I mean, they've all been nice. But I... Yeah, I had a run-in with one today in, in person. And wow! It was a crazy experience because... So it was Teddy from The Real House of Beverly Hills, and Megan McCain was on my show, and she talked some shit about teddy oh no and it was in the news and everything and then no yeah it was like report not i didn't say anything but, Megan, but by the way congratulations that's great publicity oh thank you yeah, yeah it was exciting <laughs> it was good for me yeah but so i ran into teddy in i was out for a run today and at running canyon and i mm-hmm. ran into teddy and she was on my show months ago and she I, I didn't know what else to say. She was like, wa- she was walking past me, like power walking, but she took out her headphones to say hello. And yes. then I, I just blurted out. I was like, I'm sorry about Megan McCain. And she just yells, I- I'm sure you are. And then just walked right past me. With like a, like a sassy smirk. A very sassy smirk. But what does she wear to hike? Oh, she looked good, but she had a hat like low to her ground, but or oh, low to her God. head. And good, she, good, had, God. she had said hi to me, like, as we... <laughs> As we entered, it was like an awkward housewives run in, but I loved it. <laughs> okay, Elizabeth, now I want to get to, I do a lot of like pop culture lightning round things. So, okay. you know, you could give me as much as you want with these answers, but okay. I'm going to run through some quick stuff. Cool. So what's your all time favorite movie? That's a hard question, like but a, a couple uh, of them. I would say Annie Hall, mm. just because that's like the only movie poster I own. And it was an important time in my life when I saw it. Have you worked with Diane Keaton at all? No, I just obsess over her from afar. I had to do like a, a breakdown scene and it had to be kind of funny the other day. And I could, I, all I could think about was Diane Keaton. <laughs> oh, she's the best. She is the best. <laughs> she really is. So she's like my constant inspiration of trying to be sad and funny at the same time. Sure. sure. Yeah. Okay. So Brittany or Christina? Christina. Have you seen any episodes of Fuller House? No. Wasn't that weird when you were in, it was like reported, they were like, maybe Elizabeth Olsen will play. That was weird. Cause I was, it was also like, leave me out of this. This has nothing <laughs> to do with me. Who are you people? <laughs> it was so delusional and I loved it. I was, and by the way. <laughs> and then I, I had to answer questions about it. Like immediately uh, after I was doing press and I was like, I don't know what anyone's talking about. Stop talking to me about this. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, I've seen every episode of Fuller House. I'm I going, heard it's a hit. I'm going down with that ship. It's terrible, but I love it. Very and, successful. Yeah. And I also would argue that 
the girl who plays Kimmy Gibbler is a fantastic comedic talent. She's like, <laughs> she's doing a masterclass in sitcom acting on that show, but no one's noticing. <laughs> so, you know, that's all I'll say. Andrea Barber deserves an Emmy. Justice for Andrea Barber. Um, okay, so Jessica Simpson or Mandy Moore? Mandy. What's your favorite Jennifer Love Hewitt movie? Uh, Heartbreakers. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Favorite Mariah Carey song? Always Be My Baby. Mm, classic. Uh, 13 Going on 30. Thoughts? I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pratt or Chris Evans? Um, both. Who is the best who is the best actress working right now, like in your contemporaries? Um, there's a lot. Um I would say Imogen Poots, I would say mm. Alicia, I would say Jennifer, I would say Mia, I would say that's who I've got at the top of my oh, I am that Rooney. Mm. Yeah, there's so many good ones. Yeah. Uh, Favorite Disney animated movie? That's a tough one. Yeah. I don't know why the first thing that's coming in my head is a goofy movie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I don't even know if that's Disney. I just got, Elizabeth, I just got chills. That answer was so out of left field. (laughs) Out of all the Disney movies, there's Aladdin, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and you chose a goofy movie. That's the only thing that came into my head that stood out from the crowd. You know what? It, there's a song in that movie called Stand Out. Stand and, out. <laughs> a classic bop. That song is so good. Uh, okay, what's your favorite Mary Kate and Ashley movie? Sleepover is really great. Mm. Um, sleepover Party. And then so is um, the Mystery 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 Agencies or mm-hmm. however that goes. And if for their detective ones, I would say the haunted mansion because I'm in it. Oh my god, that must have been so exciting! Because I remember, I think we're around the same age. I remember being younger, and I mean, those girls were insane. I remember seeing It Takes Two in theaters, and like our generation was so obsessed with them. It yeah, must, it must have been weird to. I just it was so normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just normal. I that's the weird thing. Does it, it was never weird. Does it annoy? And maybe not. Maybe annoy is the wrong word. But do you get an, do you get annoyed when people ask you about them? I think it's funny when like like especially having to answer uh, questions like via email or something yeah. when that's on the list because I'm just thinking you know I'm not going to answer that because yeah. it like I think they're all buzzwords so I think that's why people always have to ask them because yeah. then they know that they'll be picked up. Yeah. Um, but I mean they're brilliant and I love them. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. like, if they were like, not, uh, if like I didn't feel that way, maybe it'd be annoying, but it's really not that annoying. Yeah. I do have, oh, I have one, one more question about them and I hope I, you can just totally not answer this and just ignore okay. me, but it was reported in a lot of news sources that they had cigarette, Mary Kate had cigarettes at her wedding on the table. Uh huh. Is this yeah, I would never comment on okay. anything private. Perfect. Good, good. <laughs> good. Yeah. Thank you. I felt like I had to ask it, though, you know? No, that's okay. Yeah, I understand. Um, because I, I was obsessed with that story. We got to take a quick break here. We'll be back with more from Elizabeth Olson. I want to thank ACAST. I also want to let you know that you can get bonus episodes of Everything Iconic at 
patreon.com slash everything iconic. If you donate $4 more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes. I'm doing one bonus episode a month. They're between 30 and 40 minutes, and I'm recapping Sex in the City from the beginning. So we're currently in season two of Sex in the City. It's a really fun time, but more importantly, the money just helps to support this podcast. So you could check that out. The links are all in the episode description, and uh, we'll be right back. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Okay, back to my lightning round. Favorite Meg Ryan movie? Sleepless in Seattle? Yeah, that's a classic. Mine's You've Got Mail, but I love yeah. Sleepless. Yeah, Sleepless, I think. Okay, and finally, uh, you have Kodachrome is coming on Netflix on April 20th, yes. and then you yes. have a Facebook show, or, uh, you know, it's yes. produced through Facebook. Can you tell us about those? I'm filming the television show right now. The Facebook show I've been a part of as a producer and actor for three years, and so it's finally happening, and that feels really cool. We have a great cast. Um, and it's a dramedy, right? It's a dramedy, yeah. Okay. Um, but I, there are like so many different ways to say dramedy these days. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be half hour. Half hour. Okay. Yeah. And so we filmed the pilot. I'm on a hiatus today and tomorrow on Friday. And then, and then we go back to work and um, it, we do 10 episodes and it's very different for me and very exciting. And will it be out this year? I think so. Yeah. I think it'll be end of summer, beginning of fall. Oh, I can't wait. And it will be like a weekly thing. I can't wait. And what's it yeah. about? It's about a young widow. Oh, that, sounds right up, <laughs> that sounds right up my alley. <laughs> it's about a young widow. <laughs> oh my God. I can't wait. And then Kodachrome is, am I saying that right? Kodachrome? Yes. Kodachrome. And that's on Netflix soon, right? Yes. That's on Netflix. I think the week before Avengers comes out, I think like the 20th or wow. something. Um, have, and- you se- have you seen the new Avengers yet? No, I need to because I have to do press for it yeah. like next weekend. So that would be nice to see it. Well, Elizabeth, thank you so much. I Thanks love for everything. Talking to me, Danny. Thank you for having. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> nervous. <laughs> um, I'm so excited that you did this for me, and it was so great. I love. I'm loving your campaign with H and M and Winona Ryder. That's iconic. <laughs> I, I literally like love watching you, and you're stunningly beautiful. But I'm I'm gonna stop myself. From... Oh, thanks. So thank you. 
Elizabeth. Thank you. I'm going to wrap this up, but uh, okay. I appreciate it. And I can't wait to see all of these projects you have coming up. Thank you very much, Danny. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you all for listening to my chat with Elizabeth Olson from 2018. And again, wasn't that technology wild? I don't know why it sounded like I was in a tunnel. And that was a turning point for everything iconic because I was like, oh, I need to figure this out. I need to get the audio a little bit better. And I even had different theme music back then. I mean, it was a different time, but I'm so incredibly proud of how far everything iconic has come. Uh, it's just, uh, you guys changed my life. And so I, I thank you and I love you and happy 4th of July. And uh, we'll be back later this week with our recaps of the housewives. Uh, I love you all so much for listening. Bye-bye.